Welcome back to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast. Today we have Hegan Machado on the show, a legend in the world of BJJ, uh, a man who's done everything there is to do. I can't even explain his belt rank. I honestly can't. I'm going to have to ask him. Like, it, it's such a high rank. I can't even explain it, Like he, it, it, how, how to get to it at least. Um, he is one of the highest ranked guys in the world. Um, he's, he's won so many matches. He's had such huge matches stemming back from 1986, which we're going to talk about the epic fight between him and Hicks and Gracie. Um, now he's moved into Hollywood and in the Hollywood scene, he's training celebrities like Ashton Kutcher, uh, Vin Diesel. He's friends with Mel Gibson. Uh, he trained with the late Paul Walker and now he's getting into films as well. So, and Keanu Reeves, uh, as well. Um, and so now he's getting into films. He's, he's stunt coordinating, he's doing films. So I think it's going to be an epic conversation. I can't wait to get started. So let's do it. Hegan, welcome to the show. What a pleasure. Pleasure. Man, what an honor to have you on my show, man. You are a legend, living legend in the BJJ world. Thanks. Uh, you, you, you too. No, man. No. Hey. <laughs> you know, it's like I've been doing uh, jujitsu nogi mostly uh, at a high level for, you know, 20 years, but I've only gotten my purple belt in gi jujitsu because I, I'm not I'm one of those guys, stubborn fighters that like want to just do nogi all the time and fight and not, you know, spend time working on the gi, but I still respect you know, it so much. You know Today, I have 10 times more pleasure to do jujitsu with no gi. Uh, I love the nogi, but uh, 70 to 80% of my students want to learn the traditional jiu-jitsu, yes. the jiu-jitsu. I think uh, um, I offer the students the choice or to train for gi, no gi, but 75% to 80% is um, I teach more today with the gi, but I, I have 30% of my students don't like the gi, which uh, I, I try to give to the students a choice, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and even though I'm a purple belt, I have so much respect for gi jiu-jitsu. I enjoyed doing it when I did it and, and the history. And um, and you're like a eighth-degree red-black coral belt? Correct. Purple belt. See, yeah. like I'm a purple belt. Like I don't even know what that is. Like I, I can't even explain. You're so high up, and you're so like ranked so yeah. high. <laughs> like I can't even explain what your rank is. Belt is mean like time. How long you your time on? Um, I got my black belt. I was seventeen. Wow. I was a young guy. Um. I believe, like, uh, I've been have my black belt for over um, almost 37 years. Wow. And it is, is the quarter belt is how long you have your black belt. Okay. And the quarter belt is, is when you step up in a different category group, like we call the master group, yeah. which is the quarter belt, the 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 red and the white, the after this, the the final belt, the master, which is the red belt. It's, it's not many people today as a red belt because uh, people die after a while. Right, of course. But we have some red belts, like probably like 15 or 20 red belts, quarter belt, probably like close to 60 quarter wow. belts in the world. But uh, it's kind of cool now for me. is is a uh, is part of the history. I've been doing that for 
50 years. Now, yeah, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu I started five, and it's kind of interesting when the, the first time you arrive in the United States. I have just me and my cousins didn't have no Jiu-Jitsu academy. We travel around the United States to see who know grappling. In, is not many people know grappling submission. That's why I believe after why after why Horton come out the idea why you don't do um, a, a group fight, no rules time to prove the efficiency of grappling of the submission jujitsu. Yeah, I think that was the most um, super smart way to do it. Yeah. I think this was UFC helped the sport jujitsu to go to the next level. Absolutely. I remember it was Brazil, maybe United States. If that's it. Yeah, after that, we have sport in over 200 countries. Only Brazil right now have over 5 million competitors in the sport. Uh, around the world, probably another 5 million. I think you have probably close to 10 million competitors around the world. It is it, unbelievable to see how the UFC, the mixed martial art evolution, helped the sport to grow. I remember I went to see in Vegas, Las Vegas, a uh, competition. Uh, and have 9,000 competitors. Wow. If you see that the first Pan America we put together here with my cousin Carlos Grace Jr., the, the head of the organization, the EBJJF, we have only 300 competitors. Right. We almost like have 20% Americans and the rest is from Brazil. But that's how the success of the mixed martial arts help the sport the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to grow super, super fast because it's kind of cool because Jiu-Jitsu come a part of mixed martial arts. Yeah, uh, a lot of 90%, lot of the people who do mixed martial arts want to train Jiu-Jitsu. Yes, sir. And the evolution, the Jiu-Jitsu, no, uh, the, the grapple with no gi, the Jiu-Jitsu with no gi, that open a complete opportunity for, for us to offer, you know what I mean, more programs to teach. It, it's amazing. The push of the sport is something so amazing. I've been over 100 countries. Yeah, I gave over uh, or close to over 725 seminars wow. in over 100 countries in the last 38 years. Jeez. And that's the it's thing, crazy. like even me being past my UFC career now and retired from fighting, yesterday I was on the mats with my purple belt, with my new BJJ coach here and. uh in thailand and now i'm i'm wanting to get my black belt properly like i'm wanting to go through because I, I i've always been even though i didn't know how to explain your 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 ranking so well i know it, it goes through years but i've always been a huge fan i was growing up watching uh, obviously the fighting like hicks and gracie in the valley tudos and the gracies in action and and obviously the bjj matches from the old days and speaking of which you sir were in one of the greatest uh bjj matches of all time with hickson in 1986 and when you know the details surrounding, I mean, I've studied the details before that, watching that, it's incredible. Actually, it's kind of cool because I have to go to Brazil in November. They're going to put a, uh, my name on the street, the star, they call the star on the street. In, because now they have a park called the Grace Park and they have the street of martial arts and fighters. And I'm going to get my star on the ground. Wow. <laughs> the mayor is going to give to me. And I have to go over there. They put a star, like same like a Hollywood star here. They're gonna give my star in Brazil to the collaboration 
on the sport and the, be a good ambassador and a good is not only that but uh, I'm gonna get a uh, award from the same organization who put me to fight the Hicks they want to give me a award for me one for Hicks the fight of the century on the sport because one of the most uh, uh, famous fight between because you're not supposed to fight each other yeah we, I know the details yeah. it's crazy he was my coach. Yeah, and you he, tried to slam him on his head, and you went like 100%. It was, like, when you know the details of that, it's way more interesting when you watch that match. It's, it's, like, it's like this. You, you're a fighter. You know, like, when you step on the ring, it's business. Yes, sir. And remember, uh, I, on the beginning, I tried push myself out. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't want to fight my cousin. Uh, Hickson because so much respect and he was one of my yes. idols growing up and to have it to have to to fight him I have to be pushed to the corner like people have to really push me to 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 go fight it, it, my philosophy said man I step on the ring is business is fighting I'm going to change my mode. And we realized after a while, he didn't want to fight either in the beginning. I didn't want to fight because it don't make sense. I said, yeah. boy, Higgins, my boy, he, Higgins, uh, we have so much respect for each other. As a, uh, he was my coach. I was uh, 17 at the time. He, uh, but my, my philosophy like this, you step in the ring, you have to, create a, a block you come to kill and yeah. that's what i did i i went to i didn't want to look at him as a cousin when i look at him as a competitor and i gave my best i took him down i passed his guard i, I, I went to attack the, whole, <laughs> the reason people like the fight because both forget about points we right. want to try submit each other and we come for the kill and when you see a fight like that between two at the time, best at the time, mm -hmm. uh, um, it was amazing. Because probably the gymnasium have close to four, maybe 5,000 people watching national TV. And um, was considered at the time the biggest event in the country. Yeah. And to, 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 I remember like I couldn't hear a pain drop. Was everybody so quiet? Yeah. It sounded like when the, I start taking Hickson down, the whole gymnasium was making noise like I never heard before. <laughs> Looked like you watch a soccer game. And was, man, people have stand innovation, clap, the fight was a, a war. And it's not about winning or lose for me. For me, I gave my best at the time. I learned so much because I was have a little lack of a strategy. Hickson, mm -hmm. uh, he survived all my attacks. When he, I gave every gas I have on the tank. When he started coming back, my gas was a little bit lower, and he had a chance to, to come after me and win the fight. And for me, it was a, I learned so much because my next fights, uh, I destroyed my opponents and I completely dominate the sport and Hickson start switch to do more MMA the sport Jiu Jitsu I was able to dominate for a while yeah um, for the next three four years I dominate the sport after this I come to America and we end up uh, uh, work together 
again that was super cool Hickson for me was um, for me was a pleasure today we talk about another day we sit down have a coffee talking about the fight he he, he said he again yeah, I got so much respect because that's what a warrior is you come you give 100% and I give 100% we kind of talking about how amazing was the fight yeah. because is that's what I love I love to go to a war zone to go in the ring and say hey and I come to win he, the other guy look to him the same intention to want to take your head off yeah. and you guys go to war <laughs> and you beat him is a big pleasure if that's what I was addicted I believe the reason I have 365 fights winning because I didn't care about much medal victory. I want to beat. I want to win. I want to get the the pleasure. And my coach just hold me back. Wait, wait. Uh, yes, said, coach, put me to fight the big guy in the open class. Put me to fight that guy. And my coach, okay, he let it go. And I think what what made me a good fighter. I put two finish. I put hours on the mat. I train six hours a day, three sections a day, and I compete every weekend. Yeah. And I think the the number of competition, you get so sharp, uh, point wise, strategic wise, mental. Uh, I come to a point I already step on the mat. I know I'm gonna beat the guy just to look at him, yeah. and that kind of feel amazing because I look at a guy and said I give like three minutes this fight in my mind yeah yeah and but the best fights for me when they look to the other side in the ring and I see the guy put the same time the same effort he want to come after me he want to take my spot and that is the best fights that's the fights uh, I love to have you know what I mean that's crazy yeah and you said you talked to Hickson is he still doing good and is he still training and rolling and, and Hickson he have a surgery a while back have a hip uh, surgery like example today the problem uh, the method training we have in the past and the method training we have today is a little bit different right at the training uh, we have in the past is we spar like 40 times a day. Yeah. And you compete often. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and the problem I have uh, after you have like 40 years doing that, the injuries start coming back. Right. I remember I never stepped on the ring 100% health. Always have some injury, some problem here, some problem here. And today, when you retire, all these little injuries start coming back. Yeah. Example: Hickson have problems, a lot of problems on his hip. Today, I have a lot of problems on my shoulder. Uh, I can have some problems on my foot, Achilles. Uh, but you have to fight to keep your body health, rehabilitation. You know what I mean? Stretch. You have to. To be sure, like, uh, you keep your body active. And for me, uh, uh, that's my biggest focus right now because I'm still teaching a lot. I be sure sometimes when I get somebody too heavy, I have a assistant guy to help them to do the drills. I try to be a smarter teacher. But today, the method and the evolution, anything MMA in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is like 100% better. 
the new generation of fighters today is fantastic. I love the to watch the the new fighters in the sports jiu-jitsu is a different level yeah. at the time compete. I remember now is that every super athletes they train wise, smart, the nutrition, the weight training, the everything. And in my time didn't have much of that. What happened I never have a nutrition growing up. I never have a weight trainer. Uh, the things I do, I want to get ready for competition. I, I, I get guys like heavyweight guys to twice my side to spar for them to get used to fighting the open class. Yeah. Uh, things like that was the only method we have. We believe like my coach at the time believed like you, you want to be a hammer. You start as a nail. Yeah, I want right. to beat, beat you up. You get tough. Now you're going to beat people up. Yeah. That's not the right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do that today, like you're going to lose 9% of your students. I think today the evolution of training is so fantastic compared to the time we used to train, me, he, to some of these guys. We paid the price today from the number of injuries and, and surgeries and things we, we have to go through to keep the body health today. is crazy. Yeah, and, and how's this for a coincidence? So you're obviously a legend in BJJ, and you've had the epic fight in, in 1986 with Hickson, and you're into films now, and you're doing a lot of films. And I just want to say there was two awesome things that happened in 1986. There was you versus Hickson, and then Top Gun 1 came out. Now, this is, this is why this is a coincidence real fast. Uh, so Top Gun 1 came out in 1986 as well. Now, I don't think it's a coincidence you're getting all these accolades 34 years later in Brazil from the fight with Hicks and Gracie, and so is Top Gun coming out again in part two. Is there a chance we're going to see Hickson versus Hegan friendly exhibition part two also? That's my question. What a coincidence would that be? Because it is 34 years later, you're getting all these accolades from that, that bout, and Top Gun 2 is coming out. I have a good answer for you. Like, um, <laughs> to stretch. Even, even in case I have. Uh, I had the tools to beat Hickson. I think in my mind, I never want to do that. Right. Because for me, it's kind of funny, because for me, Hickson was one of the biggest part of my evolution, my jiu-jitsu. And the reason I had to fight for him, because the organization didn't have a choice. We need, it was a big event, national TV, we need to have some blood. But for me, today is a different time. Like, example, I think in case we have the opportunity to fight, we fight when we, in the prime of the the time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think, even in case today I have the tools to 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 beat Hicks, I'm never going to use. Yeah, because I think Hicks, for me, I look at him as a, a good ambassador, a good brother, um, which uh, I think uh, we have to do what you have to do for the sport and for the uh, the, the evolution of the sport. Yeah. Sometimes when you are fighting, it can be only one, and we have to fight each other, but for reasons. But today, uh, it's, it's no, no chance. Because I didn't mean like a real fight. I, it was a, it was a, it was a stretch. We a different level mental, a different level physically with different level right. in fight you know what i mean 
is like in case you have to fight, it's gonna be to save the world. <laughs> yeah, I meant it more. It was it was a big stretch, but you have to fight Hicks to save the world. They're gonna kill Paul Hicks. We have to save the world. You know what I mean? But uh, another way is no way. Hickson is a brother. Uh, we yeah. have to do what you have to do, and we have so much respect for each other. It's amazing. Yeah. Was well, a good. Good fight from the past. Yeah, it, it was a big stretch of a coincidence. But, I mean, to bring you two out uh, during the accolades that you're getting in Brazil and just, just for you two to, to be together on the mats again in any form would just be legendary after 34 years because of that yeah. match and because of what you've done, even if y'all just do anything. You know, that's more what I meant. People ask me that all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all are legends, like, man. Uh, I think it is uh, in case it didn't happen in the past, it's not going to happen today because yeah, sure. the right time to have a second match was at the time we both in the prime as a competitor. And I think he, nobody uh, come out of the want to put together the fight. I think we um, we have the good fight. Yeah. I have the experience of my life to at the time to fight Hicks. So that's even I get this award, Life of the Century, because it was one of the most unique fight ever had in Brazil at the time because it was Chukas shooting against the coach. Yeah. <clears throat> was for the court and both didn't hold back anything. What happened, that was a good example for future generation. Like uh, how important it is to... It's like same like UFC. I guarantee you train if you're best friend, but you guys end up on the finals UFC, you're going to say, hey, man, Gotta we fight. have to fight for the yeah. finals. Uh, can be only one, and you're not going to lose your your friend. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, well, at least, well, at least we get Top Gun 2 this year. Hey, everyone, I'm going to take a second to thank our sponsor, AKA Thailand, here in Phuket, Thailand, the world's premier luxury training resort. Right now, as of the taping, if, you, if you're watching all these podcasts, it's repetitive, but as of the taping of this podcast, still, because we're in this pandemic, we don't know when the flights are going to open up to Thailand. We are doing a 30% off reopen special uh, for all group training. So you can, you can pre-purchase now. It never expires, and it's good for all group training. If you have any questions, you can email us at info at akthailand.com. You can go to akthailand.com to find out all the details about the, uh, the gym, the trainers, the training, the schedule. Uh, go to the pricing page and book your training, whatever you want. Um, and if you're not familiar with the gym yet, you haven't seen the podcast, you haven't seen the gym, here it is. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. Mike Swick, he's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. you guys i know everybody wants to go to thailand because thailand's so cool but you can't come to thailand without coming to aka thailand come on how is it training all these celebrities that you train i know you with you're with keanu reeves you ashton kutcher all these guys these 
and that was heartbroken because um, I have one guy, a trainer named Chet Wick Bozeman. I trained oh, him for man, Black Panther. And I was in Colorado opening a new school. Uh, and um, I, some friends in Brazil called me oh, no. to and told them the news. I was shocked. Yeah, I was sad for a couple of days because uh, Chet Wick Bozeman, the story we have is so amazing because yeah. look this story. nobody know you're going to be the first one to know i used to i teach the guy the head of marvels i teach the executive producer of marvels who do all the marvels films uh mm -hmm. his name is luis desposito he's just got his blue belt a while back yeah i remember was teaching him uh, this before black panther he was talking about they have this actor the they ha they're gonna do use for Black Panther. Is mm -hmm. he was a, told me who the guy was, and the same day I went to have breakfast, and I was sitting on the breakfast. The across the table was Czech Republic. He nobody knew him how he was a big actor and anything. I went to him, and I want to congratulate him. Hey man, by the way, I want to congratulate. I know you, Black Panther. He said, How do you know? I said, yeah, my friend, I teach the 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 guys from Marvel. I said, oh, this and that. And when they told my name to him, oh, by the way, my name is Higa Machado. I do, I have a school here in Beverly Hills. He come to me, wait a minute. Let me show you something. He showed me my number in his phone. Oh, wow. And I said, why you have my number? Brother, I'm going to call you today because I want to train Jiu-Jitsu with you. And my friend, gave me your number said you want the best uh, you know what I mean for for film for jiu-jitsu and the next day he come to training I trained him for three months we're talking about his vision for Black Panther he want to move different uh, he want to fight different he want to fight a lot of grappling because the Black Panther it's not about strikes and, right. stuff like that. and basically uh, I did some gymnastica natural with him, like some exercise on the floor. I put him to do all this circuit training. After this, we do like drills. Because for him, I didn't want to let him take a chance to get hurt because right. I trained him for the film. Yeah. I didn't train him for a five. He came to a point he couldn't do like 50 drills combined, blah, blah, like super fast. And I put him to do a circuit training condition specific for the grappling and throws and things like that. And he said, Higa, I gonna, I wanna use one of the techniques you taught me on the, on the movie. He always talked to him, why you don't do something different? That do like a triangle choke. You good, have good legs on triangle, but instead do from the bottom, do from the back. And he used the techniques oh, wow. on the film, actually. and he submit the guy on the on the first fight they have uh, in the reverse triangle. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. It's crazy. That was super cool. In basically, we come real good friends. What a hero he is, too. Here, uh, on the Black Panther. He introduced me to everybody. He, what was so special about him, I remember one time I was in a big event, and he was getting some war. He was walking hundreds of people. He was sitting on the table. He said, I don't want to go over there, bug the guy, hundreds of people for talk. He looked at me, he saw me, he said, stop. He crossed the tables 
from everybody. He came, he gave me a, a, a big hug and said, Higan, what a pleasure to see wow. you here. And let me go back to work. Yeah. And we catch up later. And the next day you went to breakfast. But to do that for me was super cool because the respect and the admiration he have yes. for me to, to train him is very good martial artist. He's uh he do all kind he have a few black belts, I don't know much of the details. He do a lot of trapping, a lot of boost lead training, a lot of stuff like that. He's a capoeira, he do little mm -hmm. capoeira once in a while. And for me, uh, I felt bad the last time. It went probably like six or months six or seven months ago we had breakfast. And he was too skinny. Yeah. He, I was mad. I said, brother, what the fuck is going on? Why are you too skinny? You have to go back to jiu-jitsu. Let's increase your diet. Let's, I want to see you get at least another 15 pounds of muscle. He said, no, because he played this character, but I didn't know he had yeah, a cancer. That's crazy. And I felt so bad when they heard because um, I gave him a hard time. It, for me, it broke my heart to to didn't know he had cancer. He went to all this chemotherapy, all these surgeries. And that was one thing that kind of bugged me a little bit. That's what made me super sad because what's amazing about him, even after all his success, he never changed. Yeah. Never changed anything. He always humble, always like cool, always like uh, uh, calmy. Every time he's in town, he and his girlfriend come, invite me to go eat. We always eat in the same place. He, he come very humble. Even when I talk to him about how you deal with all this fame, say he uh, it's part of the business. You know what I mean? You deal, you have, it's like a job. When the, you have to deal, you have to deal. But my life is boring. I'm yeah. simple. I have one girlfriend. I go home and do my work. Uh, yeah, use that to help all the people, like all the newcomers, new students, new guys. It's, 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 it's a beautiful soul, the guy. Yeah. Was one person who who died who I was super, super sad because he's a good person. What a great guy. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a guy that I, I have... It's so sad to hear he passed because I've gained so much more knowledge about him since his passing because I didn't know stories like what you told me and stories like that I've heard since, you know, and I've seen him, you know, he was getting ridiculed. Like you, you didn't, you didn't, you weren't mean at all to him. That's just guy talk what you said and you were looking out for him, but he was literally ridiculed on the internet for being skinny and for all these different things like being bullied on the internet and he just never said anything he just kept going forward and this is a nice guy who gave his award away one time to a guy who who uh who stopped an attacker in a waffle house i mean i think it was a vma award or something he's just such a selfless guy and like it, the more i learn about him now it's like it's just so sad that sometimes good guys like him suffer the worst fates you know and, it, and it's just not fair that's why as well. But I've been training celebrities. Everything starts if you want celebrity. Uh, when they open my school in Beverly Hills. Yeah, you got a lot of them. Uh, yeah. I have opportunity to meet... Um, uh, my first student was Ashen Kutcher. Yeah. Ashen Kutcher was my mentor in, in everything, business and academy. What a brilliant person. I learned so much about that. 
for him. And little by little, he said, "Here, keep like these, like you know what I mean. This is a perfect school for uh, celebrities to come because it's very private. Is have is is this the academy is on the back, it's not on the front. And um, little by little, I start meeting a lot of people. I end up meeting Paul Walker, yeah, who come from. And I went to to travel with Paul Walker to do Fast and Furious 5 after this. Come friends of Van Diesel, working Fast and Furious 7. Yeah, I think he, uh, Van Diesel, he was the one who pushed me to the next level. I think what, what Van Diesel did for me was super cool. He asked me to, to, to come to help one of his fights. He had this fight with Jason Staten. Mm-hmm. And the problem he had on the fight w- when it comes to grappling, both was not happy with the grappling scene. Okay. And it's a just come over. I, I, they, the studio sent me some money to come, and they sent a big check, actually. And I went over there, yeah, fixed the problem in 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Between one fight between him and Jay State, to both look good. Yeah. And, uh, he want to give me extra money. Yes, I said, no, I'm not going to accept. They already gave me some money. I said, oh, 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 Vin, boy, come on. Yeah. I don't want to accept another <laughs> check. Sorry. He said, oh, let me do something cool for you. And he sit me on the thing. He start talk with his camera. Like I come to help him to do one of the best fight scenes, blah, 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 blah walking introducing him to me. He told something like that he put in his Facebook. When he put in his Facebook was over 120 million followers. Yeah, he has a huge uh, Facebook. Facebook was the hot potato. He, that I received thousands of phone calls. Uh, he based, sorry, somebody called. I received thousands of phone calls, and that changed because I got a phone call from 8711, and uh, was uh, the director of John Wick, uh, Chad, yep. was another phenomenal martial artist, uh, and he said, here, I want you to meet Ken, or I, we want um, you to help on the film, the jiu-jitsu, put him to do more jiu-jitsu. And when I went there, we trained Keanu. Keanu did some jiu-jitsu movies that look, you know what I mean, more loose because in the beginning he was a little stiff. And we trained for for almost five, six months. Wow. And he did John Wick. He was in top shape. That was uh, open a complete opportunity to do one move after another. That's after right after I did Black Panther. Uh, I did all kinds of movies. I did over... I mean over 30 films, and uh, now I'm stunt coordinator. I did two movies as a stunt coordinator. And I tried to capitalize from, from, because I'm surrounded by some of the best stunt coordinators in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see how far I can push their knowledge and their learning to use jiu-jitsu to, in the films. And I've been chance to get offers now left and right. Uh, I'm I'm excited about this new world of opportunities. You know what I mean? He, Hollywood is. I have opportunity to train over 100 celebrities. He, it's kind of so amazing when you meet some of these guys. 
as was your IRA, the first time I have lunch with Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and have uh, I come super friend of Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson trains jiu-jitsu yep. now. For me to see this guy, like, is so amazing because I have this love for the industry in Hollywood. I remember watching Braving Heart, yeah. Mad Max, uh, Little Weapon. It, it sounds like you, you, you talk to this amazing director and filmmaker. He's one of the best feelings in the a world. Little, you know? A little birdie told me you're you're actually doing a movie with Mel Gibson coming up. It's called Boss Level or uh, something? No, I did Boss Level, but I did a small cameo. Uh, was, I come a very good friend of uh, Frank Grillo and Joe Cunningham. Love him. And uh, they are going to be in two of his movies. We're doing, they, we try to remake The Raid. It was a Malaysian film, action film. We're going to try to do a new version. With they doing another one if he Mel uh, Mel Gibson played the lead star Frank Grillo too uh, and basically for me I just try and enjoy the ride this year have fun you yeah. know what I mean Hollywood for me is like Disneyland yeah it's you fun huh? the set, work in the movies so much fun yeah. you know what I mean my real life is Jiu Jitsu the seminars the academies is open so much opportunities in so many different business and for me uh involved today in technology involved in, in all kinds of little things for me is i every day i say thanks for jiu-jitsu and thanks for the mixed martial arts world and um, uh, today i'm the biggest fan i don't miss one ufc i love the new generation yeah, is is amazing. Uh, yeah, I want to go to Thailand to spend some time with you. Yeah, I want you to come. I, wanna, I, ta I ta you, you I, remember I, when I met you on the set, right? I'm gonna tell Thailand is my favorite place in the world to go. I've been Thailand uh, two times. For me, is no place like Thailand. It's my favorite. Do you remember we, we it, talked about that? I, I came to California maybe like uh, within a year ago, and I met you on the set of one of the films, and we talked about Thailand. Uh, Arnold Chan was there. He introduced me to you. And we, we yes. were talking about Thailand. I invited you out here and everything. And uh, you, you told no, me how... No, how I would love to go. I have so many friends in Thailand. Uh, Thailand for me is one of my favorite places to go. Yeah. I assume this coronavirus start slow down. I'm going to come to see you 100%. Absolutely. I mean, you're welcome and you'll love it here for sure. Definitely. And we got, we got everything you can imagine. I'll show you the islands. I'll show you the, the country. I got to ask you before you go... Um, through your career, I got two questions. What what is just because of your your your, your historic legend status in the in the sport of BJJ? What would you say is your favorite technique of all time? And then what technique have you relied on the most in your career that you say that you probably used the most in your career? The the pain. I'm gonna tell. I have few. I used when they fight judo competition. I like to do um, uh, chokes. Yep. Uh, a little bit arm bars. When I fought jiu-jitsu in my career from blue, purple, uh, I used to do a lot of um, uh, techniques like from the guard, like uh, armbar, triangle. I was very good on that. After a while, I started getting better standing, better, stronger. I start like the side control to finishing a lot of chokes on the, 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 the side and from the mount and from a little bit on the back. But today... I think the side control when they get people on the side yep. is the place I like to torture the guy and set him up and do all my techniques today. 
side control. Uh, I have these ten- techniques I do. I twist the guy away to hurt his spine. It's yeah. like kind of torture the guy a little bit. It's my favorite thing. Because <laughs> I'm bigger and stronger now. And I get inside the side control. I control the guy. I say, oh, man, I'm going to punish you now. I'm going to try to twist you every way I can. The side control today is my favorite position. I used to like a lot the guard, but uh, today the side control, passing the guard, I like to be on top today. 9% for me, the guy boom for the guard, I'm happy. Because that's the kind of game I like to play. You know what I mean? I like the top position. Like when they pull for the guard, in case the guy is so bad staying in the mind, and I pull for the guard, I play the guard to try set up some sweeps and stuff like that. But uh, I still learn, and I look myself as a student. Uh, today, I focus a lot of my learning in heel hooks, foot locks, with what the new generation do. You know? And I try to update myself in the knowledge because uh, a lot of my students today focus in foot lock, heel hooks, no gi, and stuff like that. And I like that. I love what the job. The guy, because that was a loop in jiu-jitsu no? yeah. was a hole in the game because uh, the sport jiu-jitsu and the gi was not allowed to do heel hooks right, and attack the legs as much because the number of injuries they have the reason, the rules to do that but for me I think that was a hole because today you see the no gi competition, people open the opportunity to do that and a lot of the new generation found this hole their weakness, mm-hmm. which is going to push the game to change, because now the new generation is going to the new generation is going to try to update for that to fix this hole, and that's uh, it's a good way to improve your jiu-jitsu today. And I think that's what I like to be on the side control when submitting chokes, little things like that. That's my favorite game today. And what advice would you give to somebody coming up trying to be the best? Not just a casual BJJ, uh, com, com, uh, you know, studier, but just a, an actual competitor trying to be the best and 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 get to a high level. What what would your advice be to someone like that that would really save them some time? Because we get a lot of aggressive guys coming in, even in MMA, and they they don't make the right decisions from the start. I think you have today to looking for two things: one, a good camp, right. which specific training for competition which you right now have so many amazing camps. Uh, the second thing is to find a good team to train you physically, in nutritionists and training. I think you have these two, you're in the right direction. And the, the second thing, it's going to come to a point people is going to test your, your heart, your emotion. You see what you made from. You're a fighter or you're doing that just for want to get the fame. I, I did everything because I love I did for no money. I did for the pleasure uh, in the love for the sport. Today, I tell my students, you love jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu going to love you back. Just do for the love because that's what's going to come to a point you're going to need to keep going because to train six hours a day, to go to fight every weekend, you do for the love. It's come to a point, not for... You do for the money, you're doing for the wrong reasons because it's going to come to a point is you, you're not going to be able to handle the sacrifice, sacrifice you have to go through to to be the best what you can be. You have to do with your heart. 
the money is a consequence for the success is, is the complement of your success in your career. And, um, that's the advice I give to, to the new generation. Yeah, and has this pandemic been a real big problem for, for BJJ in America as far as, like, has it really been a big issue? Are you serious? This destroyed, like, almost 30 already from the business. Like, example, I used to book myself a year and a half at events to do around-the-world seminars, uh, make a, amazing money, and have, like, a waiting list of private lessons, charge $500 an hour. Yeah. And these two businesses completely disappeared, 100%. Uh, because the coronavirus, I closed my academy. Uh, I'm lucky because I have a few other businesses outside who keep me alive and keep me making my lifestyle and keep me moving forward because I feel bad for the generation of people who live month by month from the business, yeah. who have a family. It's not like have to close the academy in case you have uh, loans to the government, loans uh, in order to be able to pay all this little. It's crazy. Brother. I'm going to tell it's the most crazy time i ever seen, yeah. ever. And um, I'm happy uh, to, to be happy with my life right now. Uh, I hope this soon later, the lights of the tunnel, the hope things are going to get better and life is going to come back normal. Yeah, I hope it ends soon. Um, it, it's crazy. And luckily in Thailand, it's not a big deal, but I know it is there in America. So anyway, and I, I really respect uh, and appreciate and I'm honored that you took the time out to do this, the show with me. And uh, Anytime. My pleasure. Honestly, You're a good guy. It's been great. I always like you. Anytime, I'm gonna go to Thailand. You're gonna have. 100%. I got you. Just hit me up before you come, and I will definitely show you a great trip, like I promised you. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate. All right, Hegan Machado. Wow. I mean, I'm still just like, like me being a purple belt technically in BJJ. It's like I feel kind of like. Uh, like a stock boy in the the warehouse of Amazon, sitting down having a conversation with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> like I, I had that kind of vibe going, talking to to Mr. Machado. Um, he, he's such a legend in the sport. It was so cool. I met him on a set. Um, we were having a, a little difficulty communicating. His phone was um, he was getting a lot of calls because he's like crazy popular, obviously. So it was it was kind of making it hard for him to hear some of my questions and back and forth. But um, he, we, we met in, in uh, California a while back with a friend of mine on the set of a film, and, and that's when I invited him to Thailand, and, and we, that conversation started up, and I've been wanting to get him on the show ever since. We finally worked it out, and, and it was just it was everything I hoped for. It was a great conversation. I loved hearing the behind the scenes from, from the past, and, and he's getting his accolades finally for that fight with Hickson and, and getting a star in Brazil. That's amazing. Um, you know, I was joking about the fight with him and Hickson, but it would have been cool to have like some kind. Of, you could just bring those two on the mat, and like the place would go crazy. I mean, that that's that's the level they're at right now. And uh, that if you haven't watched that fight between him and Hickson Gracie, Google it or go to YouTube. I just go to YouTube and type in uh, just Hick, just type in uh, Hegan and, and Hickson, and that's all you got to do. 1986. It's an amazing bout, and take into consideration when you watch that bout that Hegan, 
um, was a student of Hickson. And in BJJ, it's, it's very respectful to not try and beat your instructor, even if you can. Um, not that you can, oftentimes, probably almost never. Um, but it's, it's very respectful to, to, to not try and beat or show up your instructor. You, you always have a crazy amount of respect for your instructor and, and for your master. And, uh, and in this situation, uh, I heard an interview from Hickson, which we didn't talk about. I'm just giving you some insight here. Uh, or I, I saw an interview with Hegan. Uh, Hickson actually came over to him and told him to go full on and, and, and take it to him. And uh, so Hickson wanted his best, his best fight. Uh, another thing to note that we didn't talk about during the actual podcast is they already cleared out both of they cleared out the whole tournament. So he can clear out one side, Hickson cleared out the other side, and now here they are in the middle having this super mega fight. And here's Hickson saying they both didn't want to fight each other, obviously for real. Um, it, it was a weird situation for for Hegan being that Hickson is his, his trainer, his instructor, and and then Hickson comes over and says, "I want you to fight me full on." Which, if I was thinking that, I, mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know where he's thinking, but that's either good or bad, you know. When Hickson tells you that, um, and he literally did that. So when you're watching the fight, just think about those dynamics when you're watching it, because uh, Hegan did, and it started out. Hegan got a takedown on Hickson, and he said he got a takedown in the place that went nuts. It wasn't. It was like more than a takedown. He like picked Hickson up and slammed him like pretty much on his head. Um, I would say he at least got the breath knocked out of him. If not, maybe went a little concussed and probably got a little bit of a uh, a flash knockout. So that shows you the level Hickson is to come back from that and put on this epic battle that ensued as soon as that was over with. So I'm not trying to drag this on, guys, but just definitely check that out. Um, and, and it's the legend of Hegan, the legend of Hickson. These are two of the greatest BJJ guys of all time. It was an honor to sit here and, and have a conversation with him. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, as much as I did. I hope you took a lot from it. If you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what I could have done better. <laughs> I know that Top Gun reference was a stretch, but give me credit for that. Come on, I was 1986, and I pulled that completely out of the air. Um, and 34 years later, Top Gun 2 is coming out, and he's getting accolades 34 years later for the fight with Hickson. That's crazy coincidence, right? So, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not crazy. Like, that's it's kind of there. How can they not have Hickson there to, to do some kind of like something for charity or I don't know. Um, but anyway, so yeah, sorry for stretching that out. But uh, yeah, hope you enjoy the show. Like I said, I appreciate the support guys. We, we're putting these out. I'm doing four podcasts this week. So I am, I am spending a lot of time getting these out there. I love these conversations. I got very interesting guests coming up. We just posted um, Ali's tonight from dominance. Um, I got this one. I got Henzo Gracie coming up next. I got Luke Rockhold coming up soon. Uh, We got some really good podcasts coming up. So subscribe on YouTube if you're watching this. Leave us a comment. If you're on the uh, audio platform, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, you can leave us a review. You can uh, subscribe or whatever they do there as well. And uh, thank you so much for the support. And I'll see you next time.